Nick he made me very happy last week because he compared me to Leslie Nope from Parks and Recreation. <laughs> I, I close that window, man. Fucking. I close the window. Aye, you hear that? That's the window being closed. That's what happens when you do it live, you know. Aye, you compare me to Leslie Nope from Parks and Recreation. So I'm going to ask, what TV characters have you been compared to? Not from Parks and Recreation, because I know you're going to say Ben Wyatt. Aye, ben Wyatt. Do you know who I was actually? Was uh, Nick from New Girl? Yes. I definitely that's, see, that's the one, I think it was Ryan said that to I me. I definitely see Nick and it for it, Nick from New Girl. Uh, I, I haven't seen New Girl in years. At that point I was working at a pub as well. Yeah. Same as him. I think you're just like him, the actor though. Because I think he's every part the same, doesn't he? Aye, he does. I quite like him right enough. I've never seen that movie, he was in the police one, but I like him. You're basically like Peter B. Parker from the uh, End of the Spider-Verse. Who's he? He plays Spider- he plays like the, the jaded Spider-Man. You are the jaded Spider-Man. The what? The jaded Spider-Man. The Spider-Man oh, can't be honest. Who <laughs> thinks it's all pointless? <laughs> I started watching Spider-Man at the Spider-Verse. But then I think Tori came home, read my fun. <laughs> to watch some things. It always happens with women. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Remember that time you said I like my mum at the Ah, enough. Enough. He's gonna eat all these windums. He, the, the man defends Louis C.K. and then, you know, has a go Look, at me for uh, being satirical. I'll say this on air. I think Louis C.K. should be allowed to perform. I think it's up to people's private club owners if they want to. see fucking people like Judd Apatow. Yeah. Judd Apatow fucking called him out for something. A pure shit comedian. Somebody had to go and fucking do movies and that. Oh. Not even a real comedian. And we hate movies. Calling him out and you're like, you're nowhere near as good as him. We hate movies. Yeah. But I like movies. But he said he went on and said like called him a hack and stuff like that. And this comedian, I always you were slagging me the last time for talking about fucking comedians. Them day, you love talking about comedians. Sam Ripley replied to him saying, "If anyone's a hack, it's you. You used a cheat code to get on stage and be one of us. We won't forget us." That was fucking harsh, man. A cheat code, man. Uh, he basically did, he was a shit comedian, then went and done movies and then became a comedian. And he went on tour with Amy Schumer and she used to just slaughter him for how unfunny he was. And she's fucking not funny. <laughs> Amy Schumer's part of a, a mid-generation that was sort of lost. It was like a year of like people like Amy Schumer coming up. And I never understood what was funny about her. I don't think she said one funny thing that I loved. Stole a lot of people's jokes. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Joke thievery. That's the one thing I hate about Joe Rogan. How? He's friends with Amy Schumer and he doesn't call her out for it, but there was a massive thing back in the day where yeah. he got on stage and called out, um, what's the guy's name again? I remember I seen the video. Fucking Mexican guy. Yeah. He's called Ned something, that's not what he's called, he's called something Mexican. Yeah. That's going to be fucking anything. For stealing one of his jokes. They were stealing everyone's jokes. Uh, but he said openly, he said on Jerry Seinfeld's comedian documentary, so I just take other people's jokes and put Mexican in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> but then Joe Rohn called him out and he got fucking ruined. I watched the first episode of Seinfeld. So. Ah, his first one's not that good. Yeah. After that, Jerry's too nice. The first one, the first one, they made the pound and think it was going to get made, so there's not a line in it or anything like that. Yeah. And then the network. He said they gave him what's called a network note, which he said is always just shit. Yeah. But he said you need like a smart woman in it. Yeah. And that's what they did. They got Elaine in it and I think it's so much better. Yeah. <coughs> well, Elaine kind of makes the show if it was just George and... George uh, is fucking hilarious, man. George is funny. George is funny on that episode that I've seen him. 
He's so funny. It's actually quite funny. But Kramer, Kramer was just a fucking creep. Anyway, better get into Kramer can advise you a Sweeney. No, I've got Just the way It's harsh and Sweeney, man. Like, gosh. Anyway, I do want to get into something. We've got a charity event coming up February 22nd. They're going on the park in Erskine uh, in support of Brothers in Arms, uh, Diabetes UK, and Epilepsy Research UK. Shout out to Scott McFarlane. Uh, well, we've got no other friends that have something wrong with them, man. Or we're going to end up with fucking. <laughs> A pure debilitating group, man. Everyone's got something fucking wrong with them. So you heard how Ed lost his leg. Uh, we are <laughs> doing <laughs> uh, In all seriousness, it's good causes we're raising money for. So get yourself down to the ground in the park on February 22nd. The tournament is all filled up and I have five people on the wait sheet. Uh, so you're not getting in the that. But <laughs> come and do everything else. It'll be fun. Today we're talking about... I won't be there. Fair enough. He won't be there. <laughs> Straight away, as soon as you announced that, I replied, I'm, I'm in New York. <laughs> Ricky is selfish and he's in New York. Um, so this month for this month for shows we're talking about childhood favourites, most specifically like childhood favourites TV shows who did a movie. And I'm actually kind of happy when I looked at the three movies we're doing because they all sort of represent different. I don't know styles. Like this very much for me is a movie. It's, it falls in line with the TV show, but you can definitely tell it's been movieized. If that, if that just makes think sense. what I said to you the other day. I said that to you the other day. But I felt the same thing when I was right, watching so it. Uh, so it's 2007, it's The Simpsons, it was directed it's by 2007, David. 2007, I think yeah. it's 2008. David Silverman, and I got 88% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Joke. What, what are your thoughts on it overall? Mate, You're a huge fucking, Simpsons fan. I just love The Simpsons, right? You know this. See, when I was younger, right? I was in primary school. Mm-hmm. I would come home, get changed to go to the Ash Pitch, right? right. Chrissy. At that point, I'd put The Simpsons movie on. I bought like round about to when they got into the dome. Right. I'd go to the Ash Pitch. I'd sometimes do my homework. No, I'd then I'd watch the rest of the Simpsons movie every day. Every, every day. single day, mate. I watched it. Must have been about Jesus. a year and a half. I'd watch the Simpsons movie every day, <sighs> mate. I think the weekend I went because I used to watch Happy Gilmore every Sunday with my nana. Wow. So you only seen two movies? But... <laughs> no, I used to watch other things. I used to go to sleep with the telly on. And then I stopped one time, so I woke up and it was Inspector Gadget. <laughs> the claw feature. Just I. It was at the end. They're sitting on a bench. I think as we fireworks go up. I wanted to get into this like right from but the start. I love The Simpsons, and I, I didn't even get to my point there. The Simpsons <laughs> movie, right? Then I get announced. I was just so excited, yeah. and I just loved it. Loved everything about it. I loved how it was The Simpsons, but it also wasn't. It was like what I think a movie should be, but it's, it's the same characters, not but it's different. It's not just a long episode. Mm. Like I can't remember what episode it is. Might be the crusty gets cancelled on or something like that, that they were going to make a movie of. Yeah. But then they decided just to make it an episode, mm-hmm. and I prefer the fact that it's so not like any other episode. It's just it's like at the start, and then it goes into like a real movie. Yeah. I like that. Do you like that about it? Because when I was watching it, I was thinking. Aye, this is good, but this is not as funny as Prime Simpsons. Like, it feels like I'm watching a kind of watered-down version of it. Yeah, but the reason to make a movie is to do stuff that you can't do in the programme. Yeah. I think that's what they did do. They fleshed it out. It's more emotional. Yeah. It's longer, better storytelling. Well, we'll get I, th- I remember it looking amazing. We'll get into the story. I remember going to see it, and that was The Simpsons also looks pure kill now, and I don't right. really like it the way it looks now. But it used to look like drones. Yeah. See when that came out, it looked fucking brilliant. Yeah. 
You see his wee dick? You see his wee dick? Right, that is it. That, is, that, is that when you had your awakening? Aye, <laughs> Bart Simpson, 2007. Uh, like, any of the story, because the story is, like, complete nonsensical. It's almost like they had the story, let's trap Stringfield in a dome <laughs> and, and see what happens, but we don't know how we're getting there. <laughs> we don't know what happens after that. <laughs> hey, so I don't know how you can say it's no funny. I think it's some of the funniest Simpsons jokes. There's things I see can See the quote. line, mate. It's probably the funniest line all the Simpsons when he says, I was allowed to lead. Dr. Reed. <laughs> Number three. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I also like when she meets uh, Are we are we an uh, Irish belle for the first time whose name is Oh no. It's just like, is he it's not Barrow. <laughs> it's not Barrow. <laughs> That's the worst time so it's ever her life. No, um, but what do you like? Do you like the plot of the movie? Like you say, you like it as a movie, but it feels very derivative of Stephen King's Under the Dome. <laughs> like, I, I, I haven't heard of that. It's basically a town gets trapped in a dome. Well, I mean, it seems to be parody a lot of things, don't they? Yeah. But I think the dome is secondary to what's going on. It was just in the background. I think they're more watching. It's more about Homer getting close to his family and stuff. Let's talk about that because you talk about the development we have here, uh, and Homer certainly does. Kind of go through a development by the end of the movie. He, he has, has just, a, he has an epiphany, <laughs> but it's actually so painful to watch because it's so funny when he's trying to think of an epiphany and he says Americans will never embrace soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Bananas are an excellent source of potassium. <laughs> then it's an adult joke. He says more than two shakes and it's playing with yourself. Yes, that's true. That's true. But do you think it's like the movie tries to expose <laughs> like the pain the rest of the Simpsons family have to feel with the fact that Homer never learns a lesson? Is that what the first yeah, half of this movie is about? Back to the to the episodes and it's just back to normal. Exactly. <laughs> have you ever seen the, the the episode after the movie? No. They actually acknowledge it all. Yeah. He's back in and in the intro, it's, do you think the intro's going to happen? It just doesn't and they're all just brushing up the remains of the dome. <laughs> 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 that. that that raises more questions than answers though like his time is clearly not linear in the Simpsons universe well that's the difference in the movie I remember I think I spoke about this in the podcast before I remember yeah. seeing someone I can't remember who it was maybe Seth MacFarlane yeah. or Trey Parker or something saying that the, the challenge with like a 20 minute programme is you need something to happen to the characters but for it go, to go back to normal before the end yeah that's every sitcom Aye. every sitcom you have to do that because sitcoms end when the situation changes you know, I mean, Friends ends when they leave, when they move from the apartment and leave. You know, How I Met Your Mother ends when they're no longer. How I Met Your Mother baffles me. Did they film those kids? Yeah. So they knew everything that was going to happen. They didn't change. They should have changed it though. That's like one of the. That's a situation where you need to adapt on the fly. You know, like you can't. You shouldn't have kept the the route they were going with Ted and Robin getting together at the end. Robin and Barney together at the end. Would have been so much better. And Ted. Ted Robin, because he keeps calling her your Aunt Robin. Yeah. Fucking weird, man. It's fucking kinky, innit? I, I love uh, Bart's um, story in this movie. No, I don't want to talk about her, What was about? Well, Bart, obviously, like, he starts to realise that his dad never gives him really any affection. So he gets really sad and then it tries to become a Flanders, <laughs> essentially. I see that hot chocolate, man. The hot chocolate was class, man. That's amazing. Ned Flanders comes very across very well in this movie. <laughs> I love Flanders. <laughs> love him. He comes across very, very well. He treats Barney. Related to the comic book man, but essentially, 
he's all like, he's spending comics and he's goes, why you first spend? So that would be <laughs> Comic book guy has a lot of good lines in this. I'll be sitting surrounded by games, just <laughs> going, brilliant. I like all over again. I liked it when he said to March, he's like, well, thank you for lending me your pregnancy bits. <laughs> Never felt comfort like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I forgot about that part, actually. Yeah. Who has the best supporting, who has the best line out of the supporting characters in this movie, do you think? Grandpa. Yeah. And he says, I want bananas on my waffles. <laughs> I want bananas on my waffles. <laughs> just it's just the timing of it. Isn't it? Uh, <laughs> no, Grandpa, not with that line. It's when he says, and what about Grandpa? I'm part of the mob. <laughs> um, I used to love when Homer does the chainsaw sound. That's what this podcast is, and we're just running down the funniest moments of it. I knew you said it wasn't that funny. It is funny. Like, there's funny bits of it. What I'm saying is, there was. Tony's no- wee sister fucking loves The Simpsons, man. Yeah. That's what we bond over. We're sitting top of the Simpsons. She's quite quiet. Yeah. So, we really. See, when I used to take Tony to work that, she would go, all right, Grace. She's been saying back to me. She'd oh. look at me. Oh. Probably. The Simpsons. Right out of The Simpsons, <laughs> and, and then one Saturday night, we were sitting in, they watched it. She was pissing herself laughing at things, just, man. Just like dying. Just loved it, mate, and I was like, I remember that when you're young and Simpsons just the best thing in the world. I know, I know. Well, that's the thing. Do you know the thing I don't like the most about this movie? I'm going to tell you this Spider Pig. I just hate Spider Pig. It's hilarious. I used to have a ringtone on my Samsung slide up phone. That's, you're part of the problem, right? Because that's not the funniest part of this movie by far. It's not, but but it's catchy. Somehow Spider Pig became an icon of a generation. I remember killing myself laughing in the cinema. But, uh, the says, he's not spider pig anymore, he's Harry Plopper. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. We'll run through the pot. I'm going to try and run through the pot. We'll give ourselves a Did you watch it again? Yeah, I watched it again. Were you not laughing? I was smiling. I was pleasantly happy. <laughs> don't know why I'm suggesting this during a podcast. Yeah. I think me and you should do an episode of First Time TV. Yeah. Doing parts of medication. I'd love to do that. I'm watching it again, mate, it's fucking hilarious. So I needed something to watch without Tori. Yeah. So I thought, I'll watch that again. Mm-hmm. Then she was kind of there when I was watching some of the episodes, yeah. just sitting on her phone that she'd write it in it, it, It's class though. It's the best, the best sitcom I've ever watched. The whole time she's going, oh yeah, but I prefer The Office because, you know what I'm like, right, we start watching The Office and yeah. I just abandoned it. Right. <laughs> and then she's like, still wants to watch it. It's not as good. Because the The Office isn't as good as... Do you know the, prob- the difference between The Office and Parks and Rec? Parts and Rec is enjoyable to watch because she loves her job. The Office is miserable to watch at times because they all hate being there. <laughs> so, like, that's the key yeah. difference, you know what I mean? Honestly, it's, I know we'll go back to the plot of Simpsons in a minute, right? But it's fucking scary how much you like Leslie Nope. Oh, she's a lovely woman. fucking though. turning up at people's houses. In fact, we'll discuss this in part two, but it got. In fact, we'll just discuss it now, fuck it. Um, it got announced she's uh, hosting the Golden Globes again next year, her and Tina Fey are back. Amy Poe and Tina Fey hosting it for the fourth time. No Ricky Gervais. No, they're better, but Ricky Gervais. Let's talk about it in part two. Simpsons, because that's, that's a good bit of film news. Yeah. Postponed. Right. right. So the movie starts with Itchy and Scratchy. Eye on the Moon. And I liked, I liked the opening to this because it's like just like you get a wee mini movie before the movie starts, which happens with all three movies we're going to discuss <laughs> this week. You get a mini movie before the actual movie starts, and then Homer stands up as though he's in the cinema. For you, and it's like everyone in this theatre is a giant loser, especially you. I've never seen that on the cinema. They should bring it. See if I ran a cinema, which by the way, if I won the lottery is the first thing I'd do, buy a showcase or something like that. Yeah. 
and fucking plug my Xbox in, play Skyrim. <laughs> but, but, so you can't come and see Blair Witch V, uh, our, our, our owner is playing Skyrim. You can't watch. I would just show old movies. Yeah? Aye. Just well, so buy the GFT then? Shards of Two Quid or something like that. Yeah. Show like, like I'd have a wee section for like animated movies, then like thrillers, horrors, oh. comedies. Can I manage it? No. Oh, how sick would that be, Matt? That'd be class. It'd be a, a good place to do the podcast as well. <laughs> It'd be class. It's a shame I don't do the lottery. I know. <laughs> I, I, I won five pound in the lottery. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so we get past that and then we start the movie proper and <laughs> Homer's trying to fix the roof with Bart oh, and eventually it leads, roof. Uh, it leads to them daring each other to do more and more dangerous tasks. And eventually he dares Bart to skateboard through the streets naked. And back. Yeah, <laughs> and back. He says naked. Uh, to which Bart gets arrested and says uh, it's the worst day of his life. To which Homer replies... Worst day of your life so far. Exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile... Yeah, I never watched this in preparation. Before this, obviously. Uh, obviously, Grandad has his... Moment. Grandpa. Grandpa has his moment in the church at Green Day's funeral. Um, <laughs> a certain someone had a senior moment. <laughs> <laughs> Twisted tail of thousand eyes trapped forever. <laughs> Epa, Epa. Uh, he's a great. No, he's probably the best. when you said who's the best secondary character, yeah. Russ Cargill. Russ Cargill? Fucking hilarious, man. Yeah. He's in loads of episodes, but as like different characters. It was a bit weird that you brought him in and called gave him a name. Yeah. But anyway, see the bit where he says. He says, sir, I'm afraid you've got mad at power. Says, of course I have. You ever tried got mad at power before? <laughs> <laughs> he says, good, tough, tough, soft, soft, tough, soft. <laughs> I had to so, go every word in this movie. Well, so Ross Cargill gets involved Ross. because um, uh, they're in Christie Burger and Christie the Clown is about to slaughter a pig. Uh, <laughs> so Homer saves said pig and takes him home. Um, now, Here we get at this time, Lisa is trying to save the town, uh, as <laughs> she does. She is uh, she's great at Thornburg for uh, 2007, <laughs> and she's saying that the uh, Simpson, uh, the Springfield's uh, pollution is too bad. Uh, and then Homer decides to crash a silo of shit into the lake. <laughs> Telling <doesn't> Homer. Decide. <laughs> You would have done the same thing in that situation. For donuts, for free uh, donuts. What's it called again? Lard Lad, I think it's called. Yeah, it's Lard Lad. Right, free donuts. It's, who is it? The phone's him? Is it Lenny? Lenny. Lenny calls him. And then Chief Wickham's eating it off his gun. Yeah, well, <laughs> <that was laughs> <cross>. <laughs> He just keeps doing it. Do you know the best Chief Wickham moment in, in this movie? It's like when the gangsters are coming out and he's fine, I will take my yard trimmings somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. Until he says yard trimmings. Don't learn a lesson, man. I take it back. Maybe I was just woke up in the wrong side of the bed this morning, but it's a funny fucking, the, um, What's it called again? Cletus? Yeah, he's he... like, feel the idea proof, and he goes, I can. <laughs> the man always confuses me in this movie though yeah, because at me. first he's so stupid like he's just like he normally just does fucking nothing and then all of a sudden he just a green release he's like she's right like we're gonna get we're gonna get that sorted out it's probably his best moment as mayor like he's all about self-preservation that's true all he cares about being in power yeah that's what I took for that so I thought Oh, he just wants us sort of this so he can stay in power. Are we psychoanalyzing the mayor right now? He doesn't now? want Russ Cargill being in charge. He wants to be in charge. That's true. 
the enemy of my enemy is my friend, sort of thing. That's what he's saying to himself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Has, exactly. he ever, has he ever been not mayor? Uh, yeah. Yeah? I'm sure he was at one point. I remember seeing him in like a t shirt. What happened? I can't mind. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> that's, that's actually what I'm starting soon is my collect, my full collection of Simpsons DVDs. Yeah. And their packaging. You're going to. <laughs> Any day, aye. Oh, man. That's a big moment in any man's life. I know I've bought um I've bought a, a storage box. Why don't you just wait and watch it on Disney Plus? Well that's you... what I'm gonna do, Truff, because then I don't need the DVDs. Yeah, yeah, you can keep so the DVDs. So then I've got the Plus, I'll get I'll, I've got most of the DVDs. I've got like yeah. one to eleven, but I know they're packaging. Nah, you need them in their packaging. So I'll have them all in their packaging. That's cool. So Only you would think that was cool. <laughs> the Simpsons uh, I told Tori and she just went, that's nice. Homer finds out uh, uh, the town finds out Homer did it they riot and the Simpsons escape through a sinkhole um, that had previously been established that's another funny bit <laughs> fucking Kent Brockman saying um, <laughs> efforts to find out who did this crime have been fruitless <laughs> and Homer laughs and he goes until now <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they go to Alaska they start a new life in Alaska and uh, forest animals help uh, Marge and Homer how nice does Alaska look What's class? See the bit where he says, Welcome to Alaska, here's a thousand dollars? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You get given money, you go to Alaska. I'll go to Alaska. I can't remember what it is, I think it's because they sold their oil yeah. away. Killing our state's natural beauty. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is, That's eh? the line, you know? That's what it is. <laughs> Mate, see, fucking, no, never mind. It's going to go into fucking oil talk. <laughs> but basically, the Iran situation fucking suits my work. <laughs> Which is really bad. I can't believe someone has said this on. Mate, the guy, I'm not saying it. It was a guy that was in charge of like the place we were at the other day. Was like, by the longer this goes on, the better it is for us. And I was like, Jesus what? Christ! This is a fucking hell, mate. Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> the family leave Homer. They go, back, <laughs> they go back to Springfield, get captured like a bunch of fucking idiots. Uh, Homer meets the boob lady, uh, has an epiphany, comes back. Saves the day by riding the motorcycle around the dome with Bart in tow. Throws the bomb out the dome. Dome shatters. And... Yeah, they're sliding down it and all Yeah, that. everyone's happy in the end. Marge and Homer uh, ride off in the sunset in a motorbike together. I quite like the bit where... Like, it just goes down as, like, snow on everyone. Yeah. And then Dr. Nick is fucking impaled. So Dr. Nick dies and that... Dr. Nick is done. I don't know. After that, it doesn't show up after that. That's my understanding of it. Does he not? Yeah, I don't think Dr. Nick shows up in an R Simpsons episode. I think he's like fully dead. Because you don't really need Dr. Nick. Who's, who's the other doc- uh, Simpsons doctor? Herbert. No. Mr. Herbert? Doctor? Dr. Herbert, yeah. Yeah, the one that laughs. I like when Herbert uh, Wiggum yeah, and... Yeah, he's appeared in a few episodes after the movie. I like when Herbert uh, Wiggum and Apu go to Burns. <laughs> For the power supply, <laughs> and Apu makes the mistake of trying to appeal to Burns. Ah, finally, the rich white man is in charge. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. What's your opinion of Apu? Oh my god. Do you think he should have been taken out? The thing is, I know ultimately it's not for me to comment or decide on because I'm not of that race. I, I think the majority of people that are saying he should have got taken off weren't of that race. Yeah, they were white. Uh, and the whole thing about Simpsons is they're all stereotypes. Lisa's like a wee moody young girl who always thinks she's right. Bart's a stupid boy. Homer's yeah. a daft dad. Marge's a housewife. Yeah. 
just the, all the worst things about like a white family. I'm uh, not saying it's right. It no, but I also say for a poo, as the years have went on, he's become less of a stereotype. Like, sure, he's still like a man who owns like a, a corner shop, essentially, in the quickie mark. You know what I mean? But there's never been anything grossly offensive to me about him, like, in a while. You know what I mean? I don't get... I, I just think... I just don't see the big deal about it. But I honestly don't think people... Do you know what I'll say? Like, Pakistanis or, or Indian or just people of colour in general would be that offended. I think there's battles to fight. I don't think Apu is one of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, seeing the grand scheme of things, it's a historic show. You're not going to be able to take Apu out of every episode of The Simpsons in the last 30 years. The Simpsons has probably a shelf life of five more years tops, let's be honest with ourselves. You know what I mean? I don't get ever end. Honestly, the Simpsons. I watched it any day so I go. I don't watch it anymore. Yeah. But you don't think it's ever going to end? Nah, I've even stopped listening to that Simpsons podcast that I used to like. Really? Because I got to the episodes that I don't really like it now. One to nine, and then a few episodes after that are good. One to nine is like the best program of all time. Mm-hmm. Then do you after think so? that, oh mate, hands down. Some of the episodes are just fucking like Marjorie vs. Monorail. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's so great. funny. And it was a, like it was a pop culture sensation. Last Exit to Springfield is the funniest episode. Do you remember that one? It's where Lisa, Lisa needs braces. Yeah. And then Homer starts a trade union. Yes, it's I do remember that one. Fucking hilarious, mate. It's just so funny. Mr. Burns. Everyone's talking to the That's what I've always wanted. <laughs> Mr. Burns is like trying to bribe him, but Homer thinks he's coming on him. And he says, maybe if I, he keeps in his head, he's going, is he coming on to me? And he says, he, he says, if I slip something into your back pocket, it would be too much. <laughs> and he's like, he goes, after all negotiations, being for strange bedfellows. <laughs> and Homer stands up and he goes, don't get me wrong, I'm flattered, maybe even a little curious. <laughs> it's just so funny. Jesus Christ. That's what I like about Homer, he's never offensive. Homer? It's just, I, because he's so stupid to like make fun of anyone. Like, see if there was other programmes yeah. and someone thought they were coming on to them, it would be made out as if they were uh, uncomfortable yeah, yeah, about yeah. the proposition of a gay relationship. Yeah. Whereas he's just too stupid to even like be annoyed about it. That's true, yeah. Um, is this the best movie based on a TV show ever? Yeah, hands down. Do you think so? Well, what's better? I'm trying to think. That's Pokemon right. or Digimon? <laughs> that's that's we're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Not the case. Uh, <laughs> Oh fuck! South Park movie. South Park, big on around. South Park's probably better. Eh? Did you put South Park ahead of Simpsons? Eh? It's a bit. It's a better movie, isn't it? It's a better movie. Better story. Structurally, it's they they make South fun. Park done that right at the start, but they only made like three seasons. They make fun of movies in South Park movie better than Simpsons. Do anything. Matt Park and uh, is it Trey Park and that's Trey Park and Matt Stone. Yeah. Uh, Matt Parker. <laughs> <Trey> Stone. <laughs> It was like you got to Trey Stone Trey, something Trey different. and Matt's Matt McFarlane. <laughs> 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 uh, they could just do fucking anything. Yeah. They'd be good. Have you ever done anything bad? Fucking made a game in that and they were like, right, that's yeah. going to be shit. Brilliant. Yeah. Then they go, we're making a Broadway musical. They're like, right, well, it's time to be shit. It fucking broke hundreds of records. It's meant to be amazing. It's I'm going to see it in New York. Well, I hope you enjoy it. Maybe do a review for us. Maybe, yeah. Book of Mormon, seen it on a Monday night. Can't wait. Can't wait. That'd be good. Do you want to see another TV show be turned into a movie? Perhaps an adult animation? Similar to The Simpsons or something? Perhaps uh, Rick and Morty? 
that you're hinting towards. I wasn't hinting towards anything, but now you mention Rick and Morty. That could be a good movie. I pure resent Rick and Morty. Why? I think it's as good as people make out to be. I like uh, it. I, I like it. I've watched the new season and there's a few TV shows now that I will get excited about a new episode coming What did you watch it on? Um, so. Did you pirate, <laughs> did you pirate it? Yes. I don't need to pirate it. How? Commit your heinous crimes. And just go out to 4OD. That'll be good. Oh, I'm not. I'll go to a house with a TV licence. They've I'll got do all that. the adult swim programmes, Eric Andre show. I'll, I'll, I'll go to a house with a TV licence and I'll do that. It's you possibly. Don't need a TV licence to watch Channel 4? You do. For 4 OD, for streaming, you do. Go on your PlayStation. It would be mo- I can't. I simply can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's more illegal for me to watch 4 OD in this flat than it would be for me to just watch Rick and Morty the way I am right now. Have you, have you not got a TV licence? This house doesn't have a TV license. No. Do you got a TV, but do you refuse to? No, you only need it if you're watching BBC content or if you're streaming BBC ITV or Channel Four. So what does he watch? On Netflix. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. My cousin, when I work with, he's not got a TV license either, but I think he's got a TV. You can object to it, like it's legal to say these are the reasons I'm not watching it, but that is the reason I can't watch any of that in this flat. So if this was your flat, yes, would you have a TV license? Yeah. So how would it be more illegal? How can so what happens? We went right off topic. Yeah. They track you down. There was a letter through the door. What happens when you go on your PlayStation? What do you mean? If you try to go into four OD, they track it. They can send investigators out. So what did the letter say? They're going to send an investigator. <laughs> so if an investigator comes and finds I have four OD in my PlayStation, <laughs> then we're kind of fucked. <laughs> Why did they send a letter? Did you be watching something? No, it's just because he didn't have it, but he hadn't uh, renewed his. Opposition to it this year <laughs> was what you had. pose. Yeah, I quite like BBC. I don't I like The Apprentice. I think I like The Apprentice. Then okay. I get halfway through and I'm like, "This is shit." You get bored. Aye, the first bit of the season's funny because they're all shit, mm-hmm. and you can feel clever. I liked the. Guy. And then they start getting good. You're just. I like, like the guy this year who made the turtle toy. Tommy, Tommy. Man. and then he geezer, he? designed the roller coaster, so I getting really annoyed because they weren't listening to him. He was, f- he could fucking sell, man. What well, did Lottie win? No, don't know who won. Or did she get fired? Hopefully, she was sure she was a librarian. Nah, she's really irritating, wasn't she? Fucking, he could, as they say, sell ice to an Eskimo. <laughs> he was fucking brilliant, man. Wasn't he? <laughs> he was class. He was quite intimidating, but. See yeah. the bit where he was, he was fucking hammering that woman? Yeah. Trying to get her to fucking agree, and then the boy went in and was like, oh, you'll do £12. I was like, you're a dick. He had that there. Yeah. He did have that. Did have it. Anything else to say in the Simpsons movie? <laughs> I'm trying to find the one. The Apprentice? Mark Wright? What the fuck's that? That was the last celebrity apprentice you fucked up. Mark Wright's the guy from The Only Way Is Essex, Nicky. No, it's no way to do it. They don't do a fucking celebrity. Oh, right. in your <laughs> they did once. Is that uh, Serena Lepore? Yeah. Fair enough, man. Do you know that they, they tell them both are hired to film all the boardroom stuff for the final, so they both get told you're hired? Why? Dunno. Straight it in a, an apprentice facts page. They also see the bit where they all the, where they walk to the taxi after being fired. Yeah. They film that all at the start. So everyone does that and everyone does their wee oh thank you fired the wrong person and that. See if you watch that and know that, never say it in specific. Like, oh I think you should have sat Tim instead. They never do it, they always say I'm glad I shouldn't have been fired, but, I, but I'm glad for the opportunity, you know that. 
Nikki's just ruined The Apprentice for everyone. Uh, movies for me that time the rip off. Simpsons movie eight and a half out of ten. Ten. Nah. I've rated it on IMDb. <laughs> so Nikki, what's your IMDb videos on him? Tell the people. Uh, probably just Nikki Buchanan. I think it's my Facebook. So I log in my Facebook. Link. Nikki and IMDb. And see well, see ratings. well, we're here. Yeah. I'll just tell you all my ratings. No. There's only like fifteen. Okay. <laughs> I've not got like a hundred on it. I'm not right. like fucking Rob Jane. Rob Jane, so, I hang a hand that said he'd watched like six hundred movies in twenty days or something. Yeah. <laughs> something scary. Rob Jane is a maniac when it comes to films. Him and Kieran Doherty are absolute maniacs. They literally just sit and watch movies constantly. They go to the cinema as much as they can. I know Kieran watched three movies at the cinema the other day because he had yeah. a day off. Kieran Doherty. Watched uh, three movies? In the cinema, I expect to buy just went into another movie. What movies? Uh, Jojo Rabbit. I'm giving away Kieran's personal details if you're watching <laughs> Kieran, I'm sorry. If it was on his Instagram, it was uh, Little Women Jojo Rabbit Star Wars. It's Jojo Rabbit. That's fucking amazing. Jojo Rabbit was fucking amazing. Uh, Very much enjoyed it. So have you got your Simpsons movie rating or can we move on? <laughs> yeah, I gave it eight stars. Eight stars? Eight. Cool. Home Alone I also gave eight. Force Awakens seven. Jojo Rabbit You're a eight. harsher marker than me though. The Rise of Skywalker six. Space Jam six. Return of the Jedi nine. Empire Strikes Back nine. New Hope eight. Joker 10 Quiet Place 1 Joker <laughs> 10 10 Easy 10. Over The original Star Wars is I love Joker Jojo Rabbit's a better movie than Joker I just judge it objectively I'm not comparing them all Us 10 Get Out 8 Cabin in the Woods 6 Annie Hall 10 Catch Me If You Can 7 Hateful 8 4 Once Upon a Time in Hollywood 8 Hatefully, it's my least favourite Tarantino movie, I think. But I'm the fucking most disappointed. I was so bad. That was the first Tarantino film I could see in the movies. I went with you and Ryan. Yeah. Remember? I'd put, I'd shit, put Death Poof just above it. Do you remember how much I was fidgeting? Yeah. And that, I was like fucking sitting forward and back. And I was all, because I was so fucking bored. I know. Anyway, we're going to end this half of the show. Join us back for part two. We'll be discussing some movie news, looking at some trailers. Um, and that's the only time you get it this month, so enjoy it. All right. What, part Bye. two? Yeah. Right, Right, part two. um, Before we get into trailers, let's talk about the Golden Globes. We alluded to it in part one, let's just get on with it. Absolutely brilliant. Who's going to watch it? Wasn't going to watch it, then see when everyone's going, oh my god, Ricky's really showing the Americans. Yeah. And I was like, don't give a fuck, man. Just does the same thing all the time. And eventually, my mum kept saying to watch it, so I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. It was good. It was good. It was hilarious. It was funny. I loved the bit where he said, I don't care about your booze because I seem like you cheer. That's a Ricky Morty quote. Brilliant, man. <laughs> they show you apparently <laughs> don't stand. I like Rick and Morty. I just don't think it's as good as everyone makes it out to be. Aye, that's a Rick and Morty quote. Rick says that this season. Um, aye, it's, it's good. It is good. The, the apple bit was uncomfortable. The apple bit was uncomfortable. Aye. But then it's it's like, it points out the hypocrisy of every studio has shit like that. You know what I mean? The bit where he said if ISIS had a streaming channel, you'd all win the phone to an agent. <laughs> I know you don't agree with the bit where he said just get up here, take your award, thank your God and fuck off. Yeah. I agree with him. 
if he doesn't like award shows, don't host it. He truly doesn't believe he's what paid he's to go up there yeah, and do. they'd say funny things. And he did the job. Funny. You know what I mean? He did the job he was hired for. He openly thinks it's all shit. Yeah. But he probably thinks all things are shit. I just I think he's a good host of the Golden Globes. I just think Tina Fey and Amy Fowler are ten times better and ten times funnier. They're no funny than Ricky Yes, they are. <laughs> See, when we're done this, right, we're going to watch their opening monologue, all right? And make fun of people. They are s- savage. Because he sort of does it vaguely. He rarely goes after people specifically. They just go after people specifically. Right, we'll get lunch but they do it day. as if they are nice, you know what I mean? They're the girls, they, they act like the mean girls and school actors are they're Amy all nice. Amy Poehler is probably, probably the most underrated person. <laughs> <Ever>. <laughs> I, She's fucking hilarious. We shared a school, me and Amy Poehler. She went to Boston College. That, well, you didn't really share a school. I went to Boston it? College. She went to Boston College. You went there for like two weeks. I went there for and a semester. Back, fucking same dude and all that stuff. Dude, I mean, I just, I wouldn't stand that. Mate, see, see and Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. You would have been the Hitler Youth. 100%. I would not have been Hitler you. Yes, you would have. But you went to American and then started saying like bitter little Yankees fan that. You will just like, whatever the word is, assimilate into whatever situation you're in. I adapt for survival. I do not you assimilate. are a survival. Yeah. See if you were in Germany. Every gun's got the Hitler youth and that. I would survive anywhere in the world. You would have been in there. Antarctica would start dressing like a penguin. Polishing your wee boots. <laughs> Let's not make fun of the Nazis. Uh, that's enough of a bad time. I'll get on. <laughs> uh, Golden Globes, we did have a gut. Oh, we weren't through the winners on our time. That's, that's, that's for an hour show. You know what I mean? You don't, want, you don't care who won, really, do you? I know. Joaquin Phoenix what? won, you, you'll care about that. He won. He was fucking brilliant. He made a bit of a prat of himself in this, this acceptance speech. Because he, tra- he did what Ricky Gervais told him not to do and got political. And he was like, all oh, you people come in here in your private jets, like, put your money where your mouth is, donate to Australia, blah, 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 blah. But he has, but he has been in the front line of those things for fucking years. Made the documentary fucking... You can't have it both ways, though. Ten years ago. <laughs> I think you agree with Frankie Gervais, you agree with fucking I don't, Phoenix. I didn't say whether I agree or don't agree. Ricky, I just find it funny. here, he's wearing a Ricky Gervais t-shirt. <laughs> no, I'm not. It says, I'm, hashtag sorry if you're offended. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, you're Mate, I don't dislike Ricky Gervais as much as the next man. Right. He fucking pisses me off as well. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah, it's funny. He is funny. There's an undeniable humour to it. Joaquin Phoenix as well. I'm not saying. I'm saying he gets a bye because he's in the fucking front line. You he's don't get like, to give away my people. He's well, fucking he for years been campaigning to stop slaughtering animals, yeah. stop the livestock industry, stop yeah. damaging the environment so much. Yeah. And he did go up as well and say, I need to do better. Good for him. So I, I think. What's your picks to win the Oscars then? Joaquin. You think Joaquin's a shoe in for best actor? Because De Niro's getting a bit of a push right now. I think if De Niro gets it, it's a sympathy vote. I think if De Niro gets it, it's a fucking shambles. Joker was my favorite. We've argued about Joker, and I still say it's not my favorite movie of all time. But I, I'm anti Irishman winning. <laughs> so, like, so I'm pretty much. Irishman yet? It's Mate, just too fucking long. An hour and a half. The first hour and a half, I didn't want to watch anymore. It's so boring. There is a great 40 minutes in there, right? But that doesn't justify doing it. I described it to someone, uh, it was actually Tony McCann I was talking to about it. And I said to him, it's like going to see these Rolling Stones now, 
was like watching the Irishman. It was like geriatric Goodfellas was what it was, man. Like, and it's like, it's good to see the great sets getting played. You know what I mean? Aye. But see, but it's not as good as our heyday. And in fact, not even not as good. It was incredibly subpar. I was so disappointed. I just wish Scorsese would do what he done before. Patch De Niro and got DiCaprio. Should do that again. DiCaprio's got a bit older. Patch in, get someone new. But the thing is, like that was what kept him fresh. And like we, did yeah, you, so then just did try you listen to our best of the decade show? No. No. Put on your van, the way home. Uh, yeah, I'll get a van. But uh, Luke named Wolf of Wall Street as one of his five. Um, and part of the thing was it felt fresh. You know what I mean? It didn't necessarily feel like a Mark Scorsese movie. <laughs> Off of Wall Street, one of the most overrated films of all time. I disagree, man. I disagree. I disagree. I think it's. I think the whole thing about it's just wrong. It's lies, first of all. Didn't happen. Didn't happen like that. Oh, a movie didn't happen. What? Oh, a movie. And they make out as if it did. And then fucking the last bit, we are meant to be rooting for the guy that fucking robbed everyone. You always got to be all the all the the the, what is it? Romanticise it. Like you and fucking Joker and that. They romanticise that. You're watching at the end that last shot but it's the guy that fucking helped the working people and they're showing him on the subway as if like, oh, look at him, still riding the subway. Well, you speak to Martin Scorsese about That's that. fucking good. Dude, he's a normal guy. Yeah, you speak doing to, his job. Speak to Martin Scorsese about that. Fucking shit, man. You know, and it's all these wee guys, that people that me and you know, mm. went to the pub that are out fucking taking gear every weekend. So I love watching it. I love watching it, I love watching him taking all his gear and they think they're like that, but they're not, they're fucking a grand down and tick. <laughs> fucking catching both of I can't wait to make this the headliner clip this week and put it on Twitter. Oh, you and Nicky McCannon have to say about the Saxons and Erskine. Call it the I can't wait. <laughs> You'd probably edit that bit. <laughs> nah, that'll be fun. Um, anyway, we watched like a couple of trailers in the lead up to this show. Like we said, we're recording these in bulk now. Um, so you only get one part to a month, so we need to run through all the movie news from an entire month, basically. Uh, what I was going to suggest was, yeah. if there's a big bit of movie news... We just cover it, we just do we'll a just video. just Skype it and put it in. Just do a wee video. Just add it in a as a part We've got a YouTube channel for that sort of shit, you know. YouTube channel. Yeah. Don't think I've subscribed. <laughs> well, are you doing? <laughs> no, you don't. Um, so, the first thing I want to talk about is Black Widow. Obviously, it's the start of this new phase of Marvel movies post Endgame. Um, but it's actually a, a prequel because uh, it takes place between Civil War and Infinity War. Um, and apparently, it's to set up some other stuff that's going to come in the Marvel Universe. Did you like the trailer? That's me subscribed. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> First time films? That's not it, no. Right, leave that just now. You can do that at the end. We're podcasting right now. It doesn't exist. It does exist. Right, don't leave it just now. What do you it's make of the Black Widow trailer? Actually, it's quite good. Yeah. Seen it in the cinema when I went to see Jojo Rabbit. Mm. Um, yeah, it looks quite good. Yeah. I'll be going to see Hunter's movies now, man. Because you're. Because I've got a limitless card. Limitless card. Uh, no, we're not. David. I'll see your picture on it. I thought. <laughs> You look 40 and gay in that photo anyway. <laughs> Just your type in. <laughs> uh, I thought David Harbour looks class. David Harbour looks like he's going to be really funny. Who's David Harbour with the beard? Yeah. Hopper, oh, from, Hopper from Stranger Things. I said, I said at the time I recognise him. Aye. The uh, Tory. He's playing Red Guardian. 
Uh, he's a big guy, isn't he? Aye. He's basically playing the Russian Captain America. So they give him the same serum that they gave Captain America, but unfortunately the Russians couldn't make it work right, so it's still he still looks like he has a dad bod and puts on weight and shit like that. <laughs> Captain but America he's a strong. Aye, but he still is strong and all that and has the abilities of Captain America. I think it's quite for good. You know, he needs yeah. a superhero with a dad bod eventually. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> and then you've got Rachel Weiss is in there at one point. Forrest Pugh plays her sister and Forrest Pugh's had some year. And I finally watched Fighting With My Family. Uh, for That's the first on Netflix, time. Aye, on Netflix the other night. It's really, really quite good. She was in Midsummer. She's in. I thought you haven't seen that. I just didn't have the time. I just didn't have the time to go watch it. And I like Paige, who the movie's actually based I off like of. Paige so. as well. Yeah, she might be coming back at the Rumble because uh, she had to go out. Uh, she was forced into retirement like last year with the same thing Edge had. Um, but there's rumours that both of them are actually now fine, and Edge might be coming back as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble, and Paige That'd might be come. class. Edge coming back, winning the Rumble, and facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Aye, right. Just With came back for fucking injury and then getting torn apart by Brock Lesnar. Just Lesnar's getting tossed about. Yeah. <laughs> like I was telling you, the name of Stadium match. I mean, Brock Lesnar's just shit, mate. No, he's not. Boring. No, he's not. Brock Lesnar against the wrong opponent is boring. But see Brock Lesnar when he faces like Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles or Finn Balor, like small guys. Weeks, two weeks I was in work by myself. Yeah. In the office. I was so bored. There was like nothing to do, I typed up everything, started just watching random podcasts and I got so into the rabbit hole I watched Stone Cold and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. It was fucking brilliant. It is. He's actually quite nice. Well, he's he's just, he, he knows what, do you know the thing with Brock he Lesnar? He just said that his thing, he was just like, look, I'm just not a very social person. He's just a simple like, guy. He's like, I don't really have many friends. So I just like my family, my yard, <laughs> my farm. He just became um, one of the coach <coughs> at the University of Minnesota. Because he recognises that without the amateur wrestling accolades he got there, he wouldn't have anything right now. So he's a good he said as well when they were saying about him leaving wrestling that he's yeah. like, you've got to realise he's like, I'm not like Edge and all that, and he's like, I don't like wrestling. He's like, yeah. I never watched it, didn't care about it, it was just a job. Yeah, exactly. And he names Rob Sedge because Edge was infamously like a wrestling geek growing up. Um, but Brock Lesnar's a businessman, and I actually quite like the role he plays. You know what I mean? He does the job that he's asked to do. I think the role he plays is that he can't play a role. No, the role, no the role he plays is the final boss. Like he is the final boss of WWE. You know what I mean? And he does that to perfection because he doesn't show up every week, so it makes him feel like a special attraction when he does. You know what I mean? Must get paid scary money to just sit and take steroids. I think he gets six million a year. What's he even doing? Uh, just on his farm. Steroids. Just gets a new shed for his farm. Lots and lots of steroids. Anyway, we're not going to get sued by Brock Lesnar. I don't want Brock Lesnar showing up on my door. We want the next trailer. I think he listens to small podcasts. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> he gets bored on the farm and goes down the same rabbit hole. He leads him to first sight films. Brock Lesnar finishes in JD's series. I quite like that. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy episodes. First sight films are probably... I wonder what they're saying about the Simpsons movie. You know? <laughs> Annie Hall episode. Great. Imagine that. Imagine one day next week Brock Lesnar just treats like the Annie Hall <laughs> episode like great from Nicky and the Boys or something <laughs> anyway Wonder Woman 1984 did you see the first one? That, the only thing that annoyed me was they played Blue Monday yeah Blue Monday got released in 1986 <laughs> <laughs> fuck off <laughs> seriously you think you would have done a bit of research oh boo boo to, boo to that aye um, I, I quite liked it it looked fun you know Kirsten, Kirsten Wig. Oh no, go and see it. Pedro Kirsten, Pascal. Kirsten Wig, is it? Kirsten Wig, aye. 
I was listening to you. She's, she's brilliant. I sent you that podcast ages ago, it was Kidnap Sock, talking about Kidnap Sock, he's in the Schmodown and stuff like that. Um, but he was in Br- uh, Browning's um, the same time. Browning's which... the Bakers? No, no. Um, like the, <laughs> basically, the, like the comedy, to get performing at the comedy club, it's almost like if you're working at the comedy club, it's like students to move up around LA at that time. At the same time she was. Um, and he said, like, even back then, she was just the funniest person in the room, funniest person doing any improv that she was doing. Um, and she was absolutely class, so, aye. I'm looking forward to seeing what she's doing. But she's the villain in this one. She plays Cheetah. Is that who she's going to become? She's a villain, isn't it? Yeah, she's going to become Cheetah by the end of the movie. And then you've got Pedro Pascal, who's the Mandalorian. Have you seen the Mandalorian yet? That's amazing. That's utterly amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And he's so good. And you only see him... This isn't a major spoiler, right? But you only see him with his mask off once. How good is that that Pedro Pascal, quite a famous actor, took the role? And he's like, I don't want to take the mask off. Like, maybe once. I'm not taking the mask off apart from that. How class is that? That's, that's what a good actor is, isn't it? I love that. You've got to act without showing your face. But it's just the... Like, and he is so good in it, mate. You need to watch it. Honestly, like, go and watch it. How much is Baby Yoda in it? Every episode. Is he there? Quite a bit, yeah. Is, the, he, is he brilliant? The, the, the show is basically Adventures in Babysitting. It's basically the Mandalorian trying to protect Baby Yoda. Is it? For Does he have force powers? I can't spoil that. Just tell me. Yeah. Yeah, he has force powers, but he's like young because he's only fifty. So I thought he was like a hundred. Nice, no, fifty. That's what I was guessing when I said that. I was like, I bet they're going to make him like he's like only three hundred years he's old. He's 50, fifty years old. Yeah, he's fucking cute, isn't he? Yeah, that's cute. John Favreau did a good job. Have you got it? Did yeah. you hear about wearing a heart sock? So wearing. Have you got it somewhere? It's online. I'll give you it later. Thank you. Tell you later. But wearing a heart sock. Um, who's like a pure famous German-Austrian director yeah, and he's in uh, Mandalorian and they were saying on set, John Favreau was like, yeah, yeah, we're just going to CGI him later. We're just going to CGI and make him look a bit better. And he's like, you fucking cowards. <laughs> That's what he said to them. And he was like adamant, like, do not change this puppet. Just keep the puppet the way it is. Like, just do not change a thing. I don't care if it doesn't move quite right. Just keep it the way it is. That is Star Wars. And they did. And That's it worked good, out for the It's good you have a guy like that on set though. You know what I mean? Like, even though he's just in an acting capacity on the show, it's good to have a guy like him on set with you. I've it? seen them maybe doing a, a new Star Wars trilogy set, like, way before it all. High Republic Age, right. apparently, as a... That'd be class seeing Yoda in that. I forget what Yoda in it, man. You have to have Yoda in it. Imagine Young says Yoda. See, even though it's Star Wars and that, you still need to have the draw of a character you know. Yeah, so like in the trailer, like say at the end, where it would then be like, oh, here's Yoda. Yeah, it would be like he's the new the young hotshot upcoming Jedi. Have seen Yoda in his prime? Yeah, because he remember how cool it was in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, have you seen Yoda. One of the best parts of that movie. I think every podcast we do we end up talking about Star Wars. Probably. Yeah, we should. I was getting slagged. <laughs> I was getting slagged of work. My boss is like, oh, I'm gonna pull up a thing, and I went put up on computer, and there's a like, screensaver of the Millennium Falcon. Nice. <laughs> Me, man. Nice. Uh, the next trailer is Birds of Prey and the uh, oh, fantabulous shit, imagination man. of one Harley Quinn. That looked fucking terrible. Do you think so? I thought it looked terrible every time I've seen it. I think it looks alright. I like the hyena at the end. This time it's the second trailer. I think it's one of those movies that will come out and tank like Suicide Squad. I don't really see. Yeah. Do you like the hyena? But... I think Harley Quinn is just for the comic book nerds that like... 
masturbating in their room. I think they just they fucked up Suicide Squad. It could have been really, really good, and the the new one will be good with James Gunn. John Cena's in it now. Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi, John Cena. Mate, that, that's a trailer we should have spoken about. Yeah. David Copperfield. That looks fucking brilliant. David Copperfield looks class, man. He's brilliant. Oh, remember him in Skins? <laughs> I do. I do remember him in Skins. Now he's massive. Yes, like, but, but that looks like a class film. I do agree with you. See the guy that made it? Yeah. Amanda yeah. Lianucci? Yeah. He made like Death of Stalin. Stick of Death of Stalin. Fucking Alan Partridge Vice and all that as stuff. Well. I thought Jojo Rabbit seemed like one of his films. Taika Waititi does this kind of similar style. You could have, see, if you watch Jojo Rabbit, you could have believed Amanda Lianucci made that. I will, I'll say Taika Waititi's movies I think are more for a mainstream audience and I don't say that in a bad way because the satire is less biting, I'd say, than Aranucci's uh, is. Um, but the fact of it's still a class show. Death of Stalin, love that movie. Looking forward to David Copperfield. Um, the thick of it is amazing. Quiet Place Part 2, you hate the first movie. <laughs> the second looks shit as well. Kelly Murphy's in it. Kelly Murphy's brilliant. Tori tried to argue me for ages, said it was silly. Fucking idiot. Silly? Silly. Oh. In fact, can I call someone out? My grand's family are Irish, man. I was like, fucking. I shot him at American film. Becky in my work yesterday. She was like, not Becky. Oh, she's the worst. Fucking Becky, mate. Becky, if you're listening to this, fuck you. Um, Becky with a good tail. But it was yesterday, and she was like, "Oh, I'm doing dry January." She's from Dundee. She's a stupid accent. She's like, "I'm doing dry January, dry January, David." I was like, "Oh, what were you drinking?" She's like, I was on the Jai Two O's all night. I was like, "Are you you doing the what?" Jai Two O's. And it's like the Jai Two O's, and I was Jai. fuming. I was absolutely fuming. I just had to walk away. Can I was like, "Not rail you up." Sillian. What is the, what is the thing? Apart, is there any other words like that? People have said things totally wrong. My mate, everything infuriates me. <laughs> Do you know what fucking annoys me more than anything? Yeah. Tory can't get the grasp of the pound sign. Say something's like fifty pound. Yeah. She'll put fifty, then the pound sign. And every time I'm like the pound signs first. So see now and she says, "Oh, that's twenty pound sign." I'll say twenty what? Right. <laughs> It's unbelievable. My sister is the worst for it. My sister can't fucking spell. And it does my tits in sometimes in twelve. I think people do it deliberately. Do you think so? Yeah, but I'm very negative about that. Yeah. But I've told Tori honestly hundreds of times that the pound sign comes first. Mm. Still fucking does it. Drives me mad. But I kill him off that he is one handsome devil. My mum met him. That's mental. I told that on the podcast before. Yeah. Oh, I met him on a train in Ireland at age with his kids. Lovely. Said he was lovely. Stop your normal guy. What lovely sight. Said he just said hello girls or something like that to them. Nice. And they were like hello. And he said they just then um, sat with his kids just on the train in Ireland. Wonderful stuff. Nice. What a wholesome story. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to end part two there. Next week we will be back with Pokemon the first movie. When we say next week we mean Tuesday. <laughs> no, next week is a week from when this episode will be we're recording bulk these days. Ah, uh, we're recording bulk these days. I think days. that's how the main podcasters do it. Some of them. Some episodes they'll have. But they have resources. Surely they get the main, the main po- no. like four hours. The main podcasters get paid to do this. <laughs> so they can dedicate How studio much time. An episode? How much? Sixty grand. An episode? An episode. It's fucking scary, isn't it? Scary, money. He was talking about with that Kevin Smith and he was like, I'm in a position here, I just do whatever the fuck I want. Jesus. I can say that. I was like, I've got nobody to answer to. See, because it's so successful. Because yeah. like, Kevin Smith was saying, why don't you like, 
team up with people and release it in like series and stuff and he's like no he's like just do it myself do it whatever I fucking want he's like I have whoever I want on whenever I want stop whenever I want that's class imagine having that much freedom in your life I know well we have that freedom now God bless America see you next time fuck America <laughs>